Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elvis. Now, Warriors defeat the Sharks 32-30. to What an incredible game of rugby league for the Warriors. We've been speaking about it since the preseason, but look, it's still only round five, but talk about, like right now, right now, coach of the year is uh, Andrew Webster for me. Mm. Tight right push back on. Bloody yeah. Incredible. He... he I say it each week, but he didn't recruit massive in regards to you look at the Bulldogs, you look at the Tigers. No, he went out and got specific battlers that represent what he's all about in rugby league, and he's doing what he's doing. There is no Warriors side in recent memory that comes back from 20-0 down. Take out Tohu Harris as well, their leader. Um, Tomato Martin also missed this one. They're losing their first choice 5-8. Their second choice 5-8 came in. He only played 50 minutes. He was gone. You could argue he's their third choice 5'8 if Luke Metcalf's available yeah, too. Yeah. So uh, they're incredible, mate. Like It's wild that they managed to get we, – we were at the pub and then we walked over to the stadium yesterday and we walked away thinking, that game's done. Mm. Absolutely done. I couldn't see a world where they got themselves back into it. And they were only down by – 14 or so when we left, I reckon. Like, it wasn't it wasn't a huge gap, yeah, but it's it just... Got, got to 20 nil, I think, yeah. at one point. Then might have been back from Bunty went off in the 19th minute, didn't come back. <sighs> right. Mate, it's so impressive. And, you know, this is... The Warriors, you know, they've given us so much over the last few years, and I personally don't think we gave them enough back to say thank you. But I just hope... 
the footy gods do them some favours here, give them a good injury run, and they can just keep this up because it is so impressive. Because what we sat there yesterday and went in 26, went, ah, the old Warriors are back. Yeah. It's done. That's we, what it looked like, didn't it? 100%. Yeah. Like so, some, some of the tries the Sharks scored in the first half were, were pretty soft, let's be honest here. Mm. They, they, were, they were very easy tries, and then they just completely flipped a switch, and it was great mm. to see. And to see Sean Johnson leading it as well, so good. Like so good. against a team that he got replaced by the Dalian player, which yep. is understandable. Nico Hines, incredible. But just to step up like that, like there's a reason why Sean Johnson, you know, he's almost a name that's larger than life. Like a lot of people wouldn't expect him at this period of his career to get out a gutsy win like that at these old, old club. You know, SJ a few years ago, he'd probably go a little bit quiet towards the end of the match. He took it as a challenge oh. to say, you know what? Let's do something special there. And he even said in the post-match press conference, at halftime, they were all looking at each other, guys, imagine the story if we do this. Imagine the story. Literally saying that to each other. And then they went out and did it. Amazing stuff. So good for the Warriors. And they'll take so much away from that. It'll show them that, you know what? We, we are a different side. <laughs> we will fight in games. We're not going to go away. We're not just going to, oh, okay, yeah, we're not getting a, a big head start on a team because we come out guns blazing. Absolutely amazing stuff, and it's so good for the club. And um, I cannot wait to see what the rest of the year un- happens. What happens in the rest of the year for the Warriors? What did you think, Timmy? Yeah, isn't it, it's such a great point, Kempi, that they've come back in basically being pr- pretty close to what seemed to be an unwinnable position on the performance they dished out in the sort of the first half for the rest of the season. They're in a similar position. They they start slow in a game. It'll happen. They're blown off the part by a good side. Mm. They'll go. We've done it before. Yep. Why can't we do it again? Yeah, absolutely. And then, like, this is another side, the Warriors, who injuries haven't been kind to them at all this season. They've found ways to overcome it. Torhu Harris, good chance to return this week from a knee injury. Mitchie Barnett, hopefully come back as well from a neck injury. Dallin Wittenny's a Lesniak. I yeah. don't know if he played reserves on the weekend, but he's due back as well for his first game of the season. Whether he gets picked, I don't know. Like, Cozy's been great. Montoya's been unreal. So starting to get troops back as well. They're um, how good for rugby league? Like everyone, there wouldn't be a person out there even slightly bitter, surely, about seeing what the Warriors are doing and what SJ is, is leading the charge. It's amazing, and and SJ he played that first trial, and I was like, oh shit, mm. SJ's in for a long year. He's going to get pizzled by the fans. It's going to be all his fault. He's been outstanding for them this year. Given strolled through him really early on yep. in round one, and we were yep. like, oh no. Yep. And he's been absolutely outstanding. And it, you know, it shows you when you can be home with your family, have a good environment. It just shows you what you can do. It's um, what they've managed to achieve and what they're doing this year is absolutely phenomenal. With a, and I mean, even if everything went right for him in the previous years, you would still expect a new coach that's never been a head coach in the NRL with a bunch of new signings to struggle for the first five rounds. I mean, one of their only losses was against the Roosters where they could have won the game couple of late errors yeah. and they could have won the game they're sitting second in the competition it's yep. amazing and in that game too like their 80 minute back row jackson ford he got hia in the first two yep. minutes like life wasn't easy there no i don't think it was the only injury that game either they had a few yeah, yeah. Curran went off injured and mm. just how good was it to see josh Curran score a try i don't know what on earth is going on over there and why he can't get a gig in this footy side but mm. he is so talented I, I just reckon it's it's a he's a victim of everyone playing so bloody well depth 
Even this it. week with Barnett and Harris out, like he only, he only just scraped into the bench. Eighteen like, minutes, yeah. Yeah. I just think, well, you look at it like it's just the reality. Of their side. Yeah, they're, they're yeah. playing so well. Like Dylan Walker, he's got a lot of minutes. Tom Arle, if I hope you're saying that right, he was great in the trials. Remember him? Then you got Bailey Sirinan, who can play on an edge and is quite like utilitary uh, utility. So I think it's just a matter of. They've just got so many players in form. Jackson Ford, outstanding. Niakore, outstanding. Tavanga. I mean, just amazing, man. Jazz was a maniac. We were saying the other day, do you reckon Jazz stays a one-club man? I reckon he will. Yeah, I reckon he will. I reckon he'll just, like, you'll never have to break the bank for him. He'll always be willing to stay. He's not, like, he's a solid guy, but I don't think he's the sort of guy that a million other clubs are going to come at 100 miles an hour. He is exactly what the Warriors are all about. A guy that... Just, you might get an incredible trial for him that you're just going, what just happened? You might get a punch on. You might get a fucking, you know what I mean? Like he is just all what rugby league is about and what the Warriors are about. That kind of like hyper aggressive in your face. And that's what the Warriors used to be. When they had their really strong years, it was this like, it was almost scary to play them. And like, do you think, I, I think a lot of teams, when they see Tavanga with his fucking strapping his bald head across the road, across the field they're going fuck this guy's going to be going all day long he's like that guy that like from the country town that plays a grade for yeah. 20 years and yeah. it's just not to be fucked with ever. just no one fucks with him no, no one fucks with him he doesn't um, play a position he just plays footy yeah he just plays footy absolutely so yeah the war is just amazing um i'm really liking the progression of the outside back like edward cossey yeah okay he made a few errors but he also had some big moments as well where he his made... His ability is insane. It's huge. He's a big boy. you got Mulatalo in his ear. He stays composed. He stays in the game. Um, I'm just so excited for this Warriors side. Charles Nuka-Klukstad, you know, just, again, exactly what the Warriors need right now. They need a, a fullback with a ton of heart that's going to go all day long, 207 metres, nine tackle breaks, uh, just... Oh, just, exci- just exciting for the Warriors because, like, again, you, you still look at this roster on paper and you go, there's room for improvement here. Like, there is – if this back line of Vale, Pompey, Cossi, if they all reach their potential in two to three years, they could be one of the most damaging back, back lines in the comp um, because they've got so much talent. Like, Pompey, Vale and Cossi, they are fucking huge. Mm. They're like, what, six foot three – 95 to 98 kilos. It's, yeah, exciting times. And if one of them gets injured in the next three to four weeks, DWZ will come in. You yeah. don't lose. Really, don't uh, lose yeah. Almost all positives uh, on the, the glass half empty note. It just were so frail in that first half. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Which is what we we saw last year when they disconnected, disconnected, and yeah. it, it just it sort of tweeted me when you said big bodies. That's great, but we know that if you have too many big blokes at times, their the mobility is not quite there. Not saying it can't be with these guys, but gee, they were they were leaky in that. Oh, first for half. sure. And, and the, what the sharks thought them was very sleek, but did make it look easy. They've just got to. It's just about communication and also mm. understanding like cues. Like they just weren't following each other in quick enough. Like. You always want, as an outside back or a winger or a centre, if they do score on the edge, it's a crazy tip on, something that's a big play. And there were plenty of times where the centre was forced to jam in and the winger would jam in just that second too late or he wouldn't come in at all. And the good thing is is those things can be fixed, but it just takes time working with your centre or winger by knowing what their cues are. Like, for example, if they had more, maybe more experience, 
with the Volkman situation on Nikora, they could have been like, look, Nikora's going to hold Volkman up quite a lot. So let's just jam. Mm -hmm. Let's pre-read the, yeah. the game. Let's jam early and just get some defence cover across there. And if, if Nico Hines wants to throw that fucking 20-metre floater over the top of us and they get it, then fair play. We'll work on that. Because, um, yeah, the defence was really disconnected in the first half. Like, the, you know, centre would jam, then the winger would stay out, the winger would jam, the centre wouldn't. So hopefully they can sort that out. Um, good too. I think in about three weeks, Luke Metcalf's due back. I don't think he'll come straight into this side. He could be that little bit of X factor that this team needs as the season goes on too. It's going to be so exciting. What an incredible performance by the Warriors. What a win. Mm. And an SJ to – oh, man, incredible. Now, do you, did you think it was a penalty? The uh, Was it Hunt, Royce Hunt, that pushed in the back? Or was it ULO? Pushed uh, Josh Curran in the back, which gave Sean Johnson the penalty to win the game? <coughs> was Hunt? Uh, yeah, I, I, I did think penalty, yeah. Mm. Timmy, what do you think? Yeah, I thought so. I know it's hard. Yeah, it's hard, yeah, but it's, you just got to – It's because it's your natural reaction, if someone's in front of you, just to put your hands yeah. on them. So you, I don't know how much of it was a push and how much of it was just like a natural reaction to put mm -hmm. your hands out. Yeah, it was Royce Hunt. <clears throat> it was Royce Hunt. Yeah, look. It's a tough one. There's no doubt. Yeah, no, it's no, a tough yeah. one. What's interesting, though, he didn't get sent for 10 to the, the bin. <clears throat> and you could argue that was a professional foul. Fucking That's Flanagan, fair. the poor bloke. He's wasn't even a penalty and he got sent 10 to the bin. Um, it's fair Yeah So What an incredible Yeah just amazing Absolutely amazing the, the, the weather Everything So well done to the Warriors Very exciting And as I said Right now Five rounds in I'd be giving coach of the year To Andrew Webster I really would What he's doing there Is absolutely amazing And this is just the beginning So if he can keep Building these standards And all of it, Everything else Very special times I love to Sean Johnson, his interviews after the game. Yeah, he so is good. just so raw. And, you know, SJ's had his moments, especially last year, where he's played really shit footy, but you could never, ever question the integrity and the sort of bloke Sean Johnson is. Oh, 100%. Absolutely. And this is just evidence number 1,000 of Sean Johnson being the great fella he is. Yep. Now, onto the Sharkies. Oh, what a disappointing. Like, first 40 minutes. Premier, premiership winners. Like, you're yeah. sitting there going, this is the slickest attack in the comp and it's not even close. Not even close. And then they just allow Warriors back into the game and then before they knew it, they'd lost it. It's it's obviously not warning signs at all for the Sharkies, but it is really frustrating that they can't seem to get that 80 minutes together. Uh, because if they played like they did in the first half and the second half, they win fucking 50 to 6 or 50 to 10. Uh, so... A real lesson for the Sharkies that you may have an incredible side on paper now. You may have the best, arguably the best seven in the comp right now in Hines. Like form-wise, I'd, I'd put him up there with Cleary right now. But you still need to grind games out. You still need to, to stay in them, stay to your systems, don't get ahead of yourself. Um, I think they'll. I think they'll. it'll come together for the Sharkies, but this will be one that kind of, one that got away for sure. Fitzy must be pulling his hair out. Like, you go back to those prelims. So pulled it out. Fair point. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> I thought you were taking the piss when you said Same. I was like, great joke, good. Great joke. But conceding 32 and 38 in the prelims last year to finish their season. Concedes 27 in round one, 26 in round two, 24 in round three. Beat the Dragons 40 to eight last week, then concedes 32 last week. Like... We come back to it once again. Defense is what wins comps. You have a look over the last five years. The best defensive teams won the comp four times. <coughs> the only time it did it was when Melbourne beat Penrith, who was second versus one. Mm. 
defense matters. You you got to get it right. Meanwhile, Penrith are not playing well, but conceding you know ten to twelve points per game. Yep, and that's the thing with the Sharks. They're almost like a a more advanced version of the Titans in regards to the Titans. If they sort their defense out, can make the eight. The Sharkies, if they sort their defense out, they can win the comp. Yep, like. <laughs> Just got to find a way. God, that'll hurt Sharkies fans, but I completely agree with it. Oh, it's the truth. Like, yep. that, I mean, when they got into those big games last year, they leaked a bunch of points. And we're, we're, we're high on the Sharkies. Yep. Everyone knows that. People that listen to this podcast, we've been calling the Sharkies as the next powerhouse for a bit. But they have to find a way to get back to that defense that got them in the position last year that they got into. Because at the moment, leaking this many points, it's just going to be a roller coaster year. God, that's a shit loss to have into a biter. Oh. That's brutal. Two weeks to think about that, and they take on the Chooks. That'll be a cracker. That will be a cracking match against the Chooks. What do you reckon the Sharkies, Timmy? Yeah, I, I was just so so impressed with their first half. Mm. They look so slick, and look, I, I wouldn't be too disheartened as a Sharkies fan because of we know the upside of what they can be. We've seen how good a coach Fitzgibbons is. I still love their roster, so I think they'll they'll get on top of their defence. Massive issue at the moment, but I'm confident <coughs> they get on top of it. Such a good wake-up call for them yesterday. They'll learn from this. Mm. Had the game won, they'll take, they'll take so much out of the loss. They'll, they've got to buy this week. They'll regroup, come back, and this as like that was a heartbreaking loss for them yesterday. Mm. Mm. But I still I think they come back an even better side, and they can still go very, very deep. Oh, for sure. I mean, I've still got them potentially even finishing top four. Um, got to be a wake-up call it's got to happen soon yeah because if it does if it, if they get another three or four games where they're leaking 20 30 points all of a sudden we're at round 10 so i, I think that could be like potentially a season defining moment where if they do go very deep potentially a grand final by the end of the season they'll look back and go that day against the warriors when we just put it down whether they put it down to complacency overconfidence whatever it might be maybe not might be being harsh and not giving the warriors enough credit there but they'll go that was the half to turn the season around yeah, because their roster is phenomenal. Mm. Like that backline, their halves. Like I think it. I cannot wait for their game against the Roosters. I think it's going to be an absolute cracker mm. of a game. Because I, I agree with you, mate. I do think I do think they're going to find a way to bring it all together. But it has to happen sooner rather than later. You don't want to play catch up. You you want to finish in that top four, especially if you're a side like the Sharks where. You are in the business of winning comps now. You're not in the business yeah. of being happy that you finished in the top eight or whatever. Like, if they finish eighth, it'd almost be a disappointing season for them. The um, Sharks Roosters will be a cracker one. Oh, fuck. And I, three I must be glad I've scheduled my wedding for smack in the middle of it. Just <laughs> 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 put up on the big screen behind you. Um, uh, there, there's a moment there where, you know, with how like monotonous can just be like left and right side halves sit there and they don't get involved in game on the other side of the field and linking up like I got about but 12 times a podcast there was a moment there where Moisa who plays uh, on the left and Nico's predominantly on the right where they were setting up their shape for an attacking set and they were just on the opposite side of the field to normal mm. and Nico's on the left Moisa was on the right and they were just sitting there and that was their shape I'm like that is so out of the textbook. And, like, there would be coaches who'd be like, this is wrong, your combinations, yep. it's, get rid of it. But, like, that's how confident they are in their attack and, and their, their partnership together. Good sign. <coughs> and just from all the, you know, junior footy that I see, there would be coaches that if their halves did that, mm. they would hook kids for that. Yeah. 
man. I, I love Nico Hines. Is I love the when he keeps going back down short sides all the time now. Oh. Just keeping people honest. Like yeah. the amount of times that, especially in the first half, he'd get the ball one. Like so, they you know Jesse Raymond would take a run. They'd be on a sideline. Je- Nico Hines would get the ball one off the ruck on the open side. He'd he'd run to the line and step back towards the short side. And all of a sudden, the defenses are scrambling. On this isn't normal. What the fuck? This isn't the way it's supposed to be. Yeah. Um, and he comes off that left foot back down. Oh, it's fucking beautiful. He must just, like, he's obviously quick enough, but he certainly doesn't look lightning. Mm. But he's obviously so deceptive in his speed. Like, those first two, three steps, like, you look at Reese Walsh and go, he's lightning. He's yeah. doing it with his speed. But whatever it is with Nico Hines' movement, he just brushes past people and they don't get near him. Yeah. Like, I'd love to, love to speak to a player... And just go like, what is it when you're defending Nico that is so hard? I think he, I think it's honestly just deceptive speed. Yeah, nah, agreed. He did it the storm all the time. You'd mm-hmm. be like, oh, he doesn't look that quick, and then he's fucking made a line break. Yeah. Um, so the positive is, I still, I think they got the best attack in the comp right now. Um, I actually think their first half was probably as good as that Cowboys first half at round one. Mm. When they, when it clicks for them, far out there, dangerous. They just got to sort the defense. They saw their defense. They may win a premiership this year. That's how good I think they can be. But they've just got to saw their defence. And I, I think they will saw their defence. I really do.